Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. That's right. You've got me back again, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. And I have a really fun guest with me today. I got the opportunity to meet Howard in a program that we're in together with my coach, who you've heard me refer to before, Virginia. And I got the opportunity to meet Howard uh, a few months ago, and we have connected in so many different ways, and he just is a wealth of knowledge. And I knew I had to share him with you uh, on today's episode because I knew you guys would want to hear hear from Howard. So let me tell you a little bit about him. Howard Sample is the founder and director of the Life Crafting Program. He and his team guide you to clarify your sole purpose, your unique genius, and then craft an ideal business in which you make money doing what you love. Howard is also an award-winning author of Craft Your Genius Life, and he is a master astrologer with over 30 years of experience supporting people's personal, spiritual, and professional development. Howard, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited, Jenny. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, awesome. So Howard, let's, let's start by letting everybody know, how did you get into and how did you end up developing this life crafting program? Well, uh, to, give you, to give you the sort of shorter version of this story is I got my master's degree in pure mathematics on the East Coast many years ago. And I was working on a PhD and things did not actually work out with that. And it put me in this quandary of uncertainty and challenge of where where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And that's what sparked me to study astrology and metaphysics. And it started me on the path of, of growth and awakening on, on many different levels. And one of the things that emerged from all that was this, uh, this passion, this, this idea of helping people find their calling, their ultimate path, their ultimate direction in life. And I started to develop that in the early 1980s. And I was literally guided by so many mentors and teachers and programs through the years. During those early years, there was no technology, virtually none. Mm-hmm. So it was it was quite interesting. And it just kept evolving and evolving and evolving. I've been on, on this journey ever since then. Wow. All right. So what jumped out at me in there was the fact that you have a master's in mathematics. Yes. And you ended up as a master astrologer. You don't typically hear those two things together. Most people associate very mathematics, scientific kind of people with not the kind of people who would get into astrology. You got to you got to delve in a little bit deeper on that and tell us the story behind that, Howard. <laughs> well, um, as you know, human beings tend to be multifaceted and multidimensional. And, and mm-hmm. I discovered I had a, an, an, a, a very an innate gift or an innate talent with astrology and the intuitive realm 
it was literally when I studied it, it was very strange because it felt like I already knew it and I was taking some kind of a refresher course. So it's true. Yes, I discovered an aspect to me that I didn't even know that was there. But here's the beauty of it is, is I never abandoned the quantitative or the analytical side of things. You know, I consider myself very, you know, precise and rigorous and highly practical in everything I do. I just bring this vast visionary, you know, spiritual metaphysical uh, dimension on top of, you know, of, of pragmatism, you know, practicality, and, you know, and a very result orientation. That makes perfect sense, right? It, it, it definitely fits the Howard that I've come to know and love <laughs> since we met. So, you know, part of the reason I wanted to bring you on to the podcast to share with share with the listener is to let them know, because I think given that we are recording this, because I know podcasts are evergreen, so this is going to be out there forever and ever, amen, right? So let's give a little context around the recording. So we're recording in mid-June of 2020, and so right now, for those of you who remember, we're kind of in the middle, uh, ending part, we don't know, of at least the first wave of what's happened with COVID. And so I, my own clients and my own listeners who have reached out to me are struggling with direction, where to go with their business in these very uncertain times without knowing what's going on. So I know that, you know, you have some really interesting views on direction when it comes to short-term and long-term direction. So let's dig into that a little bit. Let's start with the short-term. Let's help people get some direction now. What do we do now to begin to, to move forward? Well, it's, it's really great, Jenny, that you're asking that because it's the bread and butter and, you know, that I work with every day. And, and when you're focused on the short-term, you have to be the ultimate, ultimate pragmatist. You have to say, you know, that I need to do what's the most expedient and the most leveraged actions I can take. And in order to do that, you need to know your most highly marketable skills and your greatest value in the marketplace. So that's your your number one task in the short term is determining what that greatest value is. Now we have in life crafting, we have many different ways of doing that. And we also have some extraordinary ways of marketing yourself in the short term that are just generally not known because the world revolves around employment, which is really not our focus. Anyway, long and short of it is there's a way to clarify your value. There's a way to know who to be speaking to, how to create those those opportunities quickly, how to create cash flow quickly, and how to create sustainability around that. So that's definitely the short term. And I have to really say, while we're on this topic, is that your support system it has to be your number one, absolutely number one thing. Most people are lone rangers, which means <laughs> they're out there in no man's land. They're, they're disconnected. They, they don't have the kind of really dynamic, empowering support system that they need in their life. So that really, to me, goes right along with the, the immediate focus on results. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I wish you could see me right now because, guys, you know, we're recording this on Zoom, but we turn off the video to get great audio. My jaw dropped open as soon as you said they're all Lone Rangers. I I just 
I swear, I just had a conversation with some clients with this less than an hour ago. Okay. <laughs> it was, they were, they were wanting to know how do I, how do I get things done? How do I do whatever? And like, you know, when I'm sitting in that moment of wondering what to do next or, well, I know I, I know what to do next, but God, I don't feel like doing it. What do I do? And I'm like, I'm here. I'm your coach. You're, you're paying me. Reach out to me and say, hey, I don't feel like doing this and I will, I'll help you get it done. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be alone anymore. Let me, let me interject real quickly on that. Point. Yeah. And that is that uh, I don't know if we have, we're going to have enough time today, but I would love to share with your listeners the five critical ingredients to an effective support system if we have time for that. You know what? Let's save that for the next interview. Let's talk about All right. Okay. Let's talk about direction because we're gonna have you back. Okay. This is a no-brainer to have you back in a follow-up for those five keys for an effective support system because by golly, they need to know it. But we got to get direction right now, right? So we've got the short-term direction, finding your skills, right? Finding what you have that's most marketable in this moment and moving forward on it. Correct. Right. So that's the first thing for short-term direction. Right. Now in in this world of direct sales and network marketing, people begin to open up their mind as they move from that employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset to looking at long range goals for their business and, and direction. So you said in our pre-interview that there's a difference between the short-term direction and the long-term direction. So let's get into the long-term direction now. Yeah, absolutely. What does that look like from your perspective? Well, this, this is the this is the absolute core of what life crafting is really about. So, in the long term, which we call career playground, which is the name for it, but the short term we call taxi job, and then the long term career playground. So, you you always want to begin with with your soul or life purpose, which really means digging really really deep uh, into your your heart and soul to really create, you know, kind of your ultimate truth, your deepest truth, not only what you're passionate about, but peeling it down and down and down and down and getting to the heart of the matter. And I'll tell you one way that you know you found it. If when you articulate your sole purpose or why you came to this planet, if it brings tears to your eyes, then you know you're close to, to the truth for you because it's, it's incredibly intimate and it's incredibly moving emotionally moving when you actually uncover that. And then what we, what we do in life crafting is we merge that with your genius and why genius is so difficult to get a hold of in your, in your conscious mind is because your subconscious doesn't want you to know your genius <laughs> because really, yeah. Yeah. Because if you knew your genius consciously, you'd be unstoppable and you'd take all these crazy risks and you jump off cliffs and you do wild and crazy things. And What's the job of the subconscious to keep you safe? <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah. So, so true. What, so what we've invented, Jenny, is this really, really cool bypass the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's a, brilliant. It's a trick. It's a trick to bypass the gatekeeper and get right to your genius zone. And then to get you connected, there's nothing more exhilarating than having somebody know their their sole purpose and their genius at the same time and merging them together. It's, it's, it's totally beyond, beyond description. Oh my gosh. I love that. Oh yes, yes, yes. So now that we've had the discussion about 
direction and and short-term direction here's how we move forward right now long-term direction identifying that that genius of yourself but you're going to need help doing it because (laughs) i mean it it took me until i was 38 before i figured it out and i have a feeling there are some people who 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 go to their grave unfortunately without ever knowing their genius right yes right or or knowing their soul purpose which is really in their heart what why they came to this planet and that's that's the that's really the first step that's the foundation piece love it so as as you're walking people through that process then going through that what are some of the you know well just in terms of your own business now sorry let's get into your business because one of the things that i always make sure that i want to help people understand is they are not alone with the fact that they have obstacles in their business and i want people to see especially since you're not in the direct sales industry right now no so but here's what's interesting it doesn't matter what business you're in we all encounter obstacles so what are some of the obstacles that you encounter or have encountered with building your life crafting program and how did you overcome them well that's a really great question jenny when i first started out remember i was in mathematics and i was in education so i was an academic type Mm. uh and i knew nothing about business absolutely nothing and i don't come from a background you know with my family you know, having any sort of uh, anything entrepreneurial. My mom was also a teacher. So I had to, I had to go through an incredible le- level by level by level um, learning and education and mentoring. I had, you know, I only got to where I am because I was willing to, to make investments, time and money with teachers and leaders and coaches and guides and stages and, you know, change that mindset that, you, that you've mentioned. Uh, and I've fortunately been able to do that. And I think that one of the pivotal pieces has been, you know, sales and the enrollment conversation and, you know, getting very, very comfortable and skilled in that area, being able to create the relationships with people where you can, you know, really have empowerment and, and, and results. So that's just a, a tidbit of it. No, I love that. You know, because again, those are all the same things that people in direct sales are dealing with, especially learning how to have a conversation with someone else that turns into sales. And so the how to have an, as you put it, an enrollment conversation, right? How to have the sales conversation in such a way that you still build relationship and in the end, walk away with both of you getting a win. Right. And I and I also think, Jenny, that one of the, the chief resistances that people have with with sales or enrollment is that they it was drummed into their head that they it's it really is convincing others to do something, uh, which, of course, they're uncomfortable doing. And and the other thought is that they can't really just be their authentic self. So and I think you what you and I have in common and, and all the work we do is teaching people it's the opposite. It's being who you really are in a heartfelt, heart-centered way, in a sincere way, in a loving way, with integrity, and being able to empower people to, to rise to the level of their highest commitment. Oh, rise to the level of your highest commitment. Wow. <laughs> I, I hope I hope the listener has goosebumps right now. That's a, that that's a that's a takeaway for me. I think rise to the level of your highest commitment. So what are you committed to? So that that again begs the question: Do they even know what they're committed to? 
Yeah, and it's true. Right? And most cases, I would say not. And in the cases where they have some inkling about what they're committed to, it's unfortunately not experiential, which means it's too conceptual, too abstract. Or maybe they have a little bit of a vision of their desired future, but mm -hmm. they have not dropped it down to a kinesthetic place, you know, to a body-centered feeling place. It's only when you get it at a feeling level that, that you drop into that deep desire place, the deep commitment desire place. Holy crap, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me with all the good stuff here. I mean, <laughs> seriously, no, I definitely agree because it's, it's a conversation that I've had with many of my clients before because they'll come to me and they'll, you know, when we start talking about what's your why, what's your why, what's your why, right? Some of them will say to me something along the lines of, oh yeah, I know what's, you know, it's the wrong why if it doesn't make me cry or something like that, right? And I'm like, it's not about crying. What it is, is it's about, you know, it's real if you can feel it. It. So for some people, like for me, when I, when I think about my why I do what I do, it doesn't make me cry necessarily unless I really dig even further deeper into some of that because Virginia and I have had that conversation <laughs> where I ended up bawling snot everywhere kind of cry, right? But for me, when I think about my purpose, when I think about all of that, for me personally, the physical reaction when I, when I really allow myself to feel that feeling of what it's like when I am working with a client and they're having huge results and making major adjustments and transformations in their business and their life and achieving their goals, like the goosebumps are everywhere throughout my entire body. It, it's for me, it starts at my spine and works its way out. Like, I, like I know the feeling so well, I can describe it right for other people. When they think about their, why, what happens is it, it might be a, a, a feeling in the pit of your stomach. It might be getting your heart racing a little bit because it, it excites you. It just, everybody's going to react physically differently because we are different human beings, but you've got to have that physical body reaction. Well, uh, Jenny, let me let me offer one thing that I think li listeners might might make this easier for them. Sure. Which is the the truth has its own vibration. Remember, everything in the universe is energy. Matter and energy are the same. Uh, they're interconvertible. So the, all we have in our whole universe is energy. And when well, all thought is energy, and all feeling is energy, and energy has frequency, and or some people call it vibration. When mm -hmm. you speak the truth and there are people around you, they feel your energy, regardless what it is, not your physical uh, characteristics, they just get it. And when mm -hmm. you're, and you're connected, emotionally connected to, to what you love and to your mission in life, and you speak from that knowing, you speak from that place of knowing what you are here to do, people just get it. It doesn't matter if you're crying. It matters that you're connected emotionally to that center of you when you speak. Mm. That's all that matters. Yeah. No, I agree. Because it's it's when I talk about my why, my vision, my mission, my purpose for, for my business and, and what I do, right? Because that yeah. people ask me, you know, why did you, why did you give up a team? Why did you give up a, a successful business to go start another one? And I said, because I wasn't achieving what I wanted, what my life purpose was. 
in that business, not to the extent that I can do in my coaching business. And it's already become evident in three years that this is truly where I'm meant to be because I am making those differences in people's lives in a much grander scale than I ever could have had I stayed in that business. I would have been limited to just the people who were in that company with me. Makes sense. Makes total sense to me. You know? And so having that connection, when I speak about that, that, that shift, when I speak about the change and why I moved into this and was willing to take that risk was because I couldn't imagine not doing it. The not doing it was scarier and worse for me than the doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I didn't take action, if I didn't do something, there were going to be a number of people out there who were never going to get the benefit of having the kind of guidance and, and movement in their life that they wanted, but they didn't know how to get it if I didn't move into this space. And that scared the bejesus out of me and made me feel guilty and yucky. And how dare I be selfish and, and think about staying where I was making <laughs> lots of great money, right? Right. So, you know, moving into this new space, it's 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 not only been emotionally and and purposefully rewarding that's starting to show up in the energy of 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 financial gratitude absolutely absolutely i have an interview that i did jenny called the awesome uh-huh. power of living your life purpose and in that interview i got delved really deep into the connections between the financial success and the and the emotional connection to life purpose so i delve deep into that connection of how those things happen mm. well we'll we'll have to make sure we we <laughs> we we tell people how to get to that interview at another time because we are running out of time here on this interview and i want to make sure because you have been so kind to offer a, a, an amazing gift to people because you and i were talking in the in the pre-interview and and discussing you know, if you have a giveaway, something for everybody and what you are offering is your life fulfillment consultation. And I know because you and I have been working together for a number of months now in in Virginia's program, I know this is something that you normally get paid $97 to do with people. And you have kindly offered to gift this to the listener. So I do have here, and and listener, please make sure you go look in the show notes because there's a link to his life fulfillment consultation where you can fill out and, and schedule your time with Howard if you would like to go into some 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 of this life fulfillment conversation with him of figuring out your life purpose and direction. And is there any any little bit of the astrology piece in there, Howard, for people who are who are interested in, in the astrology piece too? I'll tell you a secret on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, don't tell anybody this, but okay, um, I won't say a word. <laughs> I, I have been I have been known not not as a, you know always all the time, but I have been known from time to time to do people's birth charts when I know that I'm meeting with them, and I will sometimes take a peek. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I want I want everybody to be clear that I can't promise that. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because all of those things are very time consuming. And and we do want to make sure that you guys get the opportunity. And so what are the what are they going to get from a life fulfillment consult? 
there are three major results that happen in the session, uh, Jenny. First off, we talk about their short-term financial situation and we come up with an action plan for how they can create stability, create the, that, that all-important financial stability for themselves in the short term. Because without that, they're going to have anxiety and anxiety about money, which then just shuts them down in terms of their their creativity and everything else. And then we're also going to discuss this support system that I alluded to earlier. Mm. And I'm going to give people in the session the five ingredients, the five critical ingredients that are needed there. Then the second part of the session, we're going to talk about the stages of the life fulfillment process. Like how do you how do you do it? Like what's the me- mechanics? How, what are the steps involved? How do, you, how do you do it and how does it work? And I'll break that down. And then the third thing in the session, we're going to talk about an, an optimum leveraged business model for making money doing what you love. So this is this is where we get into the long-term picture for the future. And you got, I'm going to give you the secrets for creating your ideal business based on your uh, passion, your you know your unique genius, and your sole purpose. Because in life crafting, these things all come together. They all merge and come together. I love it. I, I that's so so cool. So, listener, make sure when you when you click on the link to go set up your time with Howard, make sure you mention that you found him through the podcast, through the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast. So that way, he can make sure to. Um, he has an idea of what, what you know and what you don't know because he knows that you've listened to this episode. So, you know, Howard, thank you so much for taking time to be here and share your knowledge with us. I so appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome, Jenny. It's a pleasure to me to share this. It's so important for people to know. I, ju- I just feel very blessed to have the opportunity to, to share it with people. Oh, I love it. Well, well, thank you again. And and we're going to have to set up a second follow-up conversation uh, where we can share with with everybody the, the five elements of a, an effective support system. I think that's going to be really important. So everybody, make sure you prepare and listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in case you haven't done so already. And hey, everybody, I just want to let everybody know this isn't something I've discussed before. So you guys, this is the first time you're ever hearing it. I have a goal of hitting 500 reviews on the podcast by the end of this year. So if you'd be willing to go review the podcast or review this episode, if you're in Stitcher, you can review individual episodes. I would so greatly appreciate it. And if you want to let me know that you reviewed it, I will gladly gift you with a complimentary coaching session for a review. So thank you so much again, Howard, for being here. I really appreciate it. And please, listeners, stay tuned for the next Badass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.